burden that you're going to get, right? not all churches, mega churches, some of the personalities of the pastors grow to. But for the most part, people go to church out of a sense of religiosity instead of out of a sense of worship and praising God. Now, people say there is no such thing as religion. That's the story. James says true and undefined religion is that we take care of the widows and the orphans. To be religious literally means to do the same thing over and over again. Some people religiously go to church. And you all know that there are some people in church on Sunday mornings that go to church because that's what they know to do. It's about the religiousness, the religiousness of them going to church. I know you make up a word, but it's just about them going to church because that's what they know to do. You can tell or you can kind of see when a person got a relationship with God. Sometimes you can. When you got relationship, it's more than going to church. Right. When you got relationship with God, you're going to be in church on Wednesday night. Now you can tell who, who really won't. Folks that come to Sunday school, go to 11 o'clock, and go to Bible study, it's something about those, that person that they try. When I finally got back in church, and I started going to Sunday school, then I started going to Bible study, I mean, I was mad that I had missed so much time. Because I was starting to learn stuff and starting to get this word in me. And I, little did I know God was pretty much preparing me for this and other stuff that I do. Mm -hmm. But you can ride by a church on Wednesday night because folks don't care no more about their Sunday. They think if I go to church Sunday morning at 11 o'clock, 10, 30, 10 o'clock, whatever time you have, that's all I need to do, I'm good. Now you said, he said, if you continue in my word, indeed, if you continue in the word, that's the sanctification process. Mm -hmm. That's what a lot of people don't want to do right now. Yeah. But then it's also like, I think, think about it when COVID first hit. Oh, and people couldn't, you know, gather at the church. And then they began to, to get comfortable with being online. You know, okay, I'm comfortable with this. I don't have to go anywhere. I ain't going to church. What I'm doing, but when the, the even even before then, I would say even before then, because you, you said it before. People that really go to church away. So now it's, it's I think it's you're not. It's, a, it's two things. They have a, it's a spiritual thing. And, and I say that because number one, the reason why that person on there, uh, Bible study, uh, Sunday school, eleven o'clock, even the next service, whatever, because they feed that spirit because that, that spirit needs to be fed and they're they hungry for it. But the ones that don't, you know, so so whatever, you know, they still have a spiritual death. But not the physical death because that spiritual, that spirit, that spirit man will get weak. That spirit man will die on you. I'm going to be honest because that spirit, if you don't feed it, what's going to happen? You don't feed something. You start something on it. What happens? What's going to die? You're going to get weak and you're going to die. I mean, I'll be honest, truthful. So now that spirit man, that spirit ain't getting fed. What's going to happen to it? Satan's going to come in and creep in. Now, in this, it's a stronghold in. It'll die, man. It's a spiritual death that's going on, too. 
I let somebody comment on Facebook. They said more truth, less sin. It's true. They said your freedom is based on truth. The more God's word you get in you, again, you won't ever be sinless, but you can sinless. That's right. the thing about it. When you see it, when they when they say to you, well, how do I believe? Why, why should I believe in this? If they know you, they truly know you, you know how it works. You don't have to say it, but they already know your life. Look at it. If there's not a God that can change something like me to this today, and that's what I'm saying. That, that, this word has to be true. Yes. Right. Yes. Because all of us have our different tales. If it wasn't for this word giving in us and convicting us, yes. we'd probably still be doing the same stuff we would have ought if we'd right. probably be dead. Yeah, right, probably dead. Probably dead. And see, it's, it's hard to convince people who don't know the truth about the truth. Because you first have to experience the truth in order to know the truth. See, we can say what we're saying now and know that it's true. And the reason why we know that it's true, look at how it changed lives. The truth will bring about a change. Yeah. Yeah. I was at this point. Yeah. If he said, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. We know that we are a new creation without a shadow of that. Because we are not the same people that we used to be. I don't act the same way I used to say it. And the way I used to act, I don't say the same things I used to say. I don't go the same places that I used to go. Think about Does temptation come around? Yeah. All the time. We think about things now. We process them. Exactly. We battle with them. We used to just, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a struggle. Now it's like, mm. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you were like, okay, I can go do this, but it's going to get some repercussions. Exactly. And then who I am doing this. Don't make who I serve look bad. Right. Somebody look. Right. Somebody always look. Always. And then his newsflash. They ain't just looking at, at preachers either. Right. Let me tell somebody, I thought you was a Christian. Mm. Yeah. Well, I, you said this today. That people who come up to you and say, well, I thought you was a Christian. Well, what's your definition of a Christian? Do you know the truth about being a Christian? Because mm -hmm. if you did, you wouldn't walk up to somebody and say, I thought you was a Christian. Right. You know, Paul said, when I would do good, evil is present with me. The good that I would do, I don't do, but the evil that I would not do, that's what I found to say I know. And he said, I ain't making no excuse. Old wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from this body of death? I thank God through the truth, Jesus Christ, I don't know. I just had that this <laughs> But he is the truth. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what it be? Alan Iverson was so cold on the basketball court. They nicknamed him the truth. Alan ain't got nothing against you. You could play, you could shoot. He was a warrior at six feet, whatever you were. But Alan, you ain't the truth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, 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 and the only reason you had the skills that 
what you have. It's called the truth gave you. Yeah, yeah. I call you baby truth on the basketball court, but I can't call you the truth. Because Jesus said, I am the way, the truth. Now, he said, I am the way. Apparently, there are other ways that are thought. When he says the truth, apparently, folk think that's other truth. There is but one truth, and that truth is named Jesus the Christ. And he said, no man comes unto the Father except by me. So what we're going to deal with, this is truth. You, the truth of the matter is, and here's some hardcore truth, you do not have to accept Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm already into my clothes. <laughs> you don't have to accept him. You can live what you call your life. You cannot honor him at all. But one day, you're going to stand before him. And you're going to realize that what you thought was not the truth really was the truth. People, people just enjoy doing their own thing. That's just all it is. People enjoy having their own freedom, their own choices. You want to know why so many people reject God? Because they don't want to follow his rules. They don't want to give up their ways. His way over my way any day. Do I agree with everything he said? No. Let's say I walk up to me and slap me. Let's say if you miss this one, <laughs> I'll offer you the other two. Tell me to go one mile. I'm going to kick another one in, okay? Why don't you come give me a cloak, too? It's cold outside. But this is his word. But when we put what he asked of us in perspective with what he did for us, ah, come on now. I choose submission to him over hell anyway. <clears throat> And that's the bottom line where this truth thing is going is going to end up with heaven or hell. You either accept the truth or you deny the truth. You either accept him for who he is or you deny him as who he is. See, hold up, and you turn me off because I'm gonna get ready to take. I tell you, we can't go here, but I'm gonna go there, but you stop me. Let me show you how true. He is. And how real God is. It's some folk that been, let me see about it last night. Some folk that been in court. What they say? Put this hand on there and raise your right hand. Yeah. And what do they say? Do you Stop. tell the truth? The whole truth? And nothing but the truth? So help you God? Yeah, Stop, brother. Stop. Because I'm going to get started. You know? <laughs> <laughs> stop. Better stop. Listen, so help you God. I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop you. <laughs> but if he ain't true, why are you taking that as the foundation of your life? So, no, no. That's not true he is. We, we might have to. Nope. No, we'll do that later. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's just how true he is. That you hold him as the foundation of truth, but you deny him. I gotta get off of that because he itching over him. You don't have to accept him for truth, because he's gonna be true whether you agree to it or not. He is who he is. And and they using in that room the truth for every single person that comes in that room, regardless of their background, religion, or whatever, they still have to. They're going to take the stand. If they're they going to take the stand, they have to use that right there. As the Bible, the Word of God, as a foundation of truth. Because, again, what is truth? Thy word. The word is true. But what is the Bible? Thy word. His word. So when they come in, Muslims or whatever, <laughs> whenever they have to go stand before the no, judge, no. Or, they, they have to. Yeah. Okay. They have to use that as truth. I, okay. And it, it's amazing how the truth is nice. right there. Nice. And they have to, whether they want to or not. See, that's where it's going to be when Christ finally comes. Hey, you every knee. You, what day you gonna have to submit to the truth? To the truth, exactly. So you can do it now, it, it, right? Or you can do it later. That's true. But later may be too late. Yeah, exactly. Right. True. So I'd rather do it now. That's true. And I'd rather do it willingly than be forced to. Right. Now the Bible said that God has given him a name that is above every name. That one day. At the mention of that name, the word, the truth, every niche of everybody, the things under heaven. <laughs> it's true. And he said, that every tongue shall confess like to the glory of God. Truth, there is an absolute truth. Yeah. Yeah. The absolute truth is that the only reason you and I and everybody else are here is because of the one that is true. Acts 27 and 18, I think it is, says, In him we live, we move, and we have our faith. It's true. Every word in this Bible is true. The folk want to say, well, well, how do you know it ain't been changed? How do you know it has been? See, I'm going to I'm going I'm to come at you the opposite of where you come People always referring to the Bible, how do you know it hasn't been changed? Well, let, let me ask them this. Your dictionary, <laughs> your encyclopedias, you know, which you don't have, uh, everything that's in Google and, and, and all of these social medias and all, how do you know that that stuff hasn't been changed from the way it was originally written? You want to know why? How do you know Webster's Dictionary hasn't been changed Rewritten over and over again, and but you believe everything is in it. But you want to know why everybody always want to question the Bible because the Bible holds you accountable. Yeah, bring that conviction. The Bible is a mirror that will show you yourself. Right. Paul said, "Oh wretched man that hey This is the apostle Paul. The Bible will make you take a look at yourself. Mm -hmm. I told you, 
The world has their set of words. That's right. But the Bible has God's word. The world says you can live with somebody before you get married. Hebrews 13 and 4 said marriage is honorable before God. How mm -hmm. a whole and adulterers, they don't get married. The world says do unto others before they do unto you. Mm -hmm. The word says do unto others as you would have them to do unto you. So there's a difference in what the world puts out and what the word puts out. That's right. And when people don't want to follow the word, your only other choice is to follow the world. And as long as you're following the world, you're going to end up in hell. It's true. And the word basically tells us that there's a way that seems right unto a man. See, most people think, I can do my own thing. Mm -hmm. And say what I want to say. James said, can bitter and sweet water come out the same thing? Neither little words and sweet words come out the same mouth. Mm -hmm. He said, we bless God and curse man. See, that's why people want to always throw off on the word. Because the word won't let you do what you want to do. The word, the world don't have standards, but the world, the word has standards. Exactly. And the Bible says that God's commandments are not so grievous that we can't, or so hard that we can't follow. Mm -hmm. Because not only does he give us the word, but he gives us the spirit who enables us to follow the word. It's true. But it's all about choice. It's like that person that calls the Christian a hypocrite because they ain't dotting every T, crossing every I, putting every comma, period, exclamation point, apostrophe, semicolon, and colon, and all the right places. Right. I call that person a bigger hypocrite than the Christian they call him a hypocrite. Let me give you my reasoning. You come to me and call me a hypocrite because I ain't doing what the words say to the T. So, to me, that says that you know some word or you've heard of some word, right? And the word that you heard over that you know, you believe it to be true because you're telling me I ought to be doing what keeps what I live by. Right. Which says you believe that that's right. It's true. So if you're telling me I ought to be doing what I say I believe by because you believe it's right, why are you such a hypocrite and you ain't doing it? <laughs> Why are you not doing what's wrong? Because are you going to tell me you're going to do something wrong? Right. Since I'm such a big hypocrite. And tell me not to lie, but you lie. And you know it's wrong. What? Come on now. But he says he's not going in that church. Because of uh, our hypocrites there in there. Uh oh, I know you do. Uh, so, one of the things that I've often said to people that have made that statement, I say, well, 
since you're saying you're not going there because of all the hypocrites in there, how about you come on in and then show us how not to be a hypocrite? Mm. Since you know mm. the hypocrites that are in You don't have a problem going to the club. There's hypocrites in there. You go to the grocery store, there's hypocrites in there. You live at home with your family, there's hypocrites in there. You go to work on your job every day, there's hypocrites in there. But you're going to church, and the first thing you're saying is that I don't want to go to that church because there are hypocrites in there. Are you going to church for the hypocrites, or are you going to church to learn from God? Why are you going to church? It's the same See, as I'm not going to that church, but he said something about that. True. Well, it might be true. True. You reap what you sow. You, I ain't never said nothing about that. Where well, you didn't hear it now. But you said something about choice earlier. And uh, when, when we look at choice, we, we basically look at free will. Mm -hmm. God's given us free will to choose. Um, Free will is dangerous. And we'll tell you why it's dangerous. It's dangerous because you have a choice to choose and serve God, but you also have a choice to choose not to serve. And there's no control over that except for how you control yourself. Whether you're going to choose Him. Because uh, Joshua said, choose ye this day mm -hmm. who you going to serve. That's the choice for every uh, every human being uh, that lives in this world. Who, who are you going to serve? Because you're going to serve somebody. Mm -hmm. You're serving the devil or you're going to serve God. There, there is no in between. Mm -hmm. And he says here that... Uh, since they have believed on him, that was their choice. They have believed on him. He says that if they continue in his word, then what's going to happen is that that's going to validate that they are really his disciples. And, and, I, and I like that because if you continue in his word, it's going to validate that you're really his disciples, but it also says and you will know the truth. Well, how do you know the truth? Well, you know the truth, first of all, by believing on him, and then by continuing in his word, and then he says that, well, by continuing in his word, you become a disciple. Disciples, we know, are learned ones. You know, they, they, they sit under the tutelage. They sit under the, the mentorship. They sit, they sit under the teaching of one. And, and these disciples here sit under the teaching of uh, of Jesus, right? And so he says, uh, if you want to know truth, the only way you can know the truth is to continue in His Word. So if we don't continue in His Word, which is truth, we're never going to know the truth. Why are so many Christians being defeated today? Because they don't know truth. Think about it. When Satan came against Jesus Christ, when he was fasting for forty days and forty nights. Jesus didn't speak in tongues at Satan. He didn't stand up and he didn't start praying at Satan. He didn't stand up. He didn't sing a song. He didn't shout hallelujah. None of that. All Jesus did was quote scripture. 
So if Jesus had to use the word against Satan, what do we have to use? You say word, not the same word. He gave it to us. Same word. You that? Let me tell you what Dr. Grant T. Richardson says about this. You are my disciple indeed, or truly. He says a disciple is literally a learner. Mm -hmm. A disciple indeed, or truly, is a disciple who faithfully believes his teacher's word. There is a difference between a mere disciple and a disciple indeed. This is a person who lets the word of Christ take hold of his or her soul. So we, when you, when, when he, when he says here, a disciple indeed, you begin to let the word mature you, grow you. Exactly. And you will not grow. Brother Sam just said a few moments ago, you're not faith. Yeah. You got a newborn baby, you don't have to feed the baby. They come to see you. Oh yeah. Exactly. We have to feed the spirit man just like we feed the natural man. And a lot of times, we got a lot of malnourished Christians. They eat more Facebook than they do from the Word of God. Let me tell you something I found out about Facebook. You have to be careful. You be on that thing all the time if you ain't careful. And some people don't understand that that time you put in Facebook, TikTok, and all these other social media, that can be time you put in the Word. The, the, the scary thing behind that <laughs> is what people don't know that we know is that it was designed to do just that. What it, yeah. it was designed to distract you or engulf your mind to pull you away from things that are important. Think about it. Uh, people that go out to dinner with their families and all. When you look at them sitting at the table, all of them got their phones out. Because what's on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, or whatever all of those social media sites are, is more interesting and more important than conversating with their families. And they're using that, they, and they don't put it like this. They think they're using Facebook to be entertained and to uh, uh, look up whatever they're looking up on, but they don't understand. They're not using Facebook. Facebook, using Facebook is using it. But they don't realize. That, that, that's some good encouragement, and that's what even make it more, you know, captivates your attention more. Nice, good, godly saying, nice stuff. Sermons, snippets of sermons, but you got to get in his word. Yeah. <clears throat> because John 17, he said, Sanctify them by thy truth. No. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. And see, once you become a Christian, salvation happens in an instant. Right. But the sanctification process. Continues on as long as you hear. Right. And it is only the word of God that will help a person get sanctified. Right. That can sanctify a person. Right. Right. And so we got to get back into the word. That's one of the biggest problems with the church, is the church 
has gotten away from the word. Sure. You don't believe it? Go to Facebook. Listen to what's being preached. Where is Jesus in some of these circles? Again, it's all about getting your healing. Yeah. Your miracle. Yeah. Your blessings. Yeah. Your financial breakthrough. Where is Jesus? Where is if you die in your sin? Now, folks shouting on their way to hell going through the church. But the truth is, the word is the only thing that can save you. Faith in this word. That's why you can believe Genesis 1, the first four words, in the beginning, God, faith. You gotta have faith to believe God. That he spoke worlds into existence, that he came out of nowhere. Somebody said, where did God come from? Somebody said, God didn't come from anything. Come, came from God. Everything that came, came from God. Everything you see. And that's, that's the word, too. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was being in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and was not anything made that it was made. Sure. You know why folk ain't in the word, or folk don't want to believe the truth? Because they believe in their father. If you imagine, but are we doing? I mean, and, and the biggest thing is, are we doing what Jesus called for us to do? Right. He told us to go. Are we doing exactly? Are we going and making disciples? Are, are we witnessing a week? I mean, are, that, those are the things that that, that I and I'm gonna be honest that we're falling short. Of. I'm just gonna be true. It's true. Because we, we, we're sitting here at this table and I understand we are reaching people. Right. But are we going out, you said compelled to drag those, you said you know what we talked about before. And and I, and I'm saying it's just being truthful, yet at the same time to those listening, we I know that we're we're going to be out there in the edges and highways. Because that's what God has already compelled us to do. That's that's what our love and compassion is right. for those out there. But I'm just saying that even those this are you doing what God did his instruction? Go out and compel those and to be, you know, bring those people in because they're hurt. We already know who God is. We we know where our lifeline comes from. Wake up every morning, Lord, thank because it wasn't promised to us. But are we are they doing that? Because I think you said before I wake up every morning that Lord, I pray because I knew I know I'm gonna need you. I don't know what come what's coming, right. but ahead my prayer is that I already know that I'm gonna need you because something may come against me. Yeah. And and that's just, you know, probably Y'all wanna know in the midst of everything we're doing right now. And the title of this lesson is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Before we get out of here, we gotta hit some hard truths. Yes. Yeah. The hard truth is, if you die in your sin, in hell you will look up God. The hard truth, the, the whole truth, right. is Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost. Right. The truth is, the whole truth is, is that if things are going kind of haywire in your life, some way, that's, that's the way God uses to get your attention. Mm -hmm. 
And the truth of the matter is you're ignoring it. The truth is time is winding up. The truth is, as you were saying, it's dangerous now just to leave your house. Said Sunday, who would have ever thought that going to the grocery store, going to church, going to work, going to school would be dangerous? The truth, people are dying every day. And here's the truth found in John 14 and 6. I didn't say it, Jesus said it, and I repeat it, I'm talking about him. Jesus said, I am the way. Which means there's a way you gotta go. <laughs> Which means there's somebody you gotta go through. He said, not only am I the way, I'm the truth. Me being the way is the truth. You can't obfuscate it. You can't go around. And watch it. He's the way. The very fact that he is the way is the truth. And the very fact that he is the truth means he is life. Which means one day, life got to come meet Jesus. <laughs> everybody going to meet him. But everybody not going to stay with him. The truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth is one day you were born to die. One day you're going to clock out of here. Hebrews 9, 27. Everybody, all three of us, got an appointment with this. The truth is none of us know our appointment time. The truth is death ain't all. Death is not all. Because it said after this, the judgment. One day, truth, you got to stand before the Lord. And give an account of what you did. The truth is you're going to die one day. The truth is you're going to live again. Somewhat, where are you going to live? The truth is hell is real. You can keep denying it. You can say it ain't all you want to. But you end up there, and you're going to wish you had or did something different. The truth is, if you end up there, it's forever. You don't get another chance. The truth is, you ain't going to live your best life now. The truth is, you better get somewhere and get in the Word. <clears throat> Ask God to lead you to a Bible preaching pastor live in the right church. Truth or not, don't expect your pastor to be perfect. They're going to make mistakes. Sometimes they fall. Sometimes they jump on. The truth is God is waiting on you. The truth is one Friday on a hill called Cat. Friday was bad. Thursday night wasn't good. It was not good either. The truth is, you can have folk walking with you 
and they'll turn their back on you and say, yeah. Look at how awesome this God is. He in the garden. Peter cut a man ill. He put the man ill back on him. I've been fighting for Jesus. Wait a minute. I just see my ear cut off. And this man that we came to arrest just put my ear back on. Then operate, then sew up nothing. No stitches, no sutures, no tape. The truth is, Mason, you're right. There is a word that I only try to associate with him now, and that word is awesome. He is awesome. The truth is, he's loving, forgiving, kind, compassionate, merciful, gracious, wonderful, majestic, mighty, marvelous, miraculous. The truth is, he was born of a virgin. Now, every wise adult and some children know how somebody is born. And you can't be a virgin in real life and have a child. Unless you adopt a child. But this man was born of a virgin. And I like to say this, and every time I say it, it just bothers my mind. He was younger than and older than his mama at the same time. That's just how awesome he is. The truth is, he dies of the wicked man. Bow ties down in verse 7. You said it all. <laughs> you said it all, but it's all about a candle on the top and everything. But the truth is that you know, he is awesome. But the truth is, we have to. Take a look in the mirror at yourself. Can sometimes you may not like what you see. But the truth is that he loves us in spite of love. The truth is that he loves us beyond our faults, our mistakes, everything that we do, if we just come to him. I was asked this morning by someone close to me, they said, how how did you do? How did you give it all to God? And that let me know that they're in a place that they're hurting right now. Mm -hmm. And the reflection of my life, um, where it has gone and, and where it is now, painted a picture of who God is. Mm -hmm. And so it told the truth of God is true. And all I could say to him was that it's a daily process. Because it's, it doesn't happen overnight. But I said, call upon him. We could talk at the moment. He's there. And the truth is that God, God's love abounds all. And this thing that we the truth shall set you free. And I think I won't go down that, that path again at Reverend Mason. Because it was all over me and I just didn't want to go there. Because people always say, well, you know, tell the truth, the truth set you free. And they use it so, so loosely. And, they, and I think they mean it as, you know, tell the truth about how I am to you. Or that, that's not the truth we're talking about. That's, that's man's truth. But, you know, those words could be <laughs> used in a context that can hurt you in a way. Because those are hurtful words. That's not the truth. We're talking about God's truth. You know, God's truth of, of who he is and the love that he has. So just discern from those things sometimes, you know, or, or step away from it. You know, or tell the truth. You know, but, but 
That truth would hurt you. Yeah, the truth shame the devil. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> so that, that's not what we're talking about out here. You know, that's not the truth. You know, he is the truth. That's what we're talking about today, and, and we hope you know that that's exactly what we've gotten from this. Um, I was going to say that we, as Christians, we, we have that truth um, that we're talking about here in uh, John chapter 8. Um, Jesus left us here to proclaim that truth. Told us to go into all the world, preach the gospel unto every creature. He knows that we have that truth in us now. Uh, and so he's already let us know that if we're going to proclaim this truth, he's let us know that I've already made it possible for you to do that. Uh, he said that the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. He's letting us know that there is a harvest that's waiting on us. And the people, we're, we're not waiting on the people. People are waiting on us. And we have to think about it. We have this freedom in Jesus Christ. He, he, he has made us free. You know, we, we know the truth. And this truth has made us free. There's a lot of people that are in bondage right now. That's going to stay in bondage. And going to stay asleep to sin. Unless we bring this truth to and he hadn't called on the dogs to do it. He hadn't called on the cats to do it. He hadn't called on the animal kingdom. He hadn't called on the bird kingdom. He hadn't called nobody else to do this. But his own people. And since he has called us, his people, to do that, then why are we not doing it? Why, why is it that? The gay liberation movement uh, can come out of the closet and say any and everything about what they believe in and be strong and bold about it. But we're afraid to do it because they're going to tell us that if we say something like that, then it's hate crimes. It's hate speech. It's, it's hate crime. We're not hating on nobody. The Muslims can say anything about Muhammad and don't have to worry about uh, no repercussions at all. Uh, people who worship Buddha uh, can come out and talk about Buddha with, with, with no problem. The Jehovah's Witnesses can go knock on doors and uh, 
have no problem about being locked up. You know, they might get some nose and the door slams in the face and, and different things like that. But they keep going. They bold. They, they keep going. But, but why when it comes to us, we can talk about God all day. And even can get on the, the, the steps and proclaim God all day. But when you mention the name Jesus, you subject now to be locked up. And now you're trying to force your religion on other people. Jesus already stated that we, we've got to be bold about proclaiming this truth. You can't be scared. You got to be willing to take any type of repercussions that come our way. And I think that's the thing that scares people right there. Uh, knowing the consequences that could come with you proclaiming uh, the name of Jesus. And we can talk about anything else, like I said. But when it comes down to Jesus Christ, you can't do that. And until we develop some backbone, to do that and not be afraid to speak out and speak against all of this sin that's going on. Uh, things are going to continue like they are. But God is waiting on us. You said it before and I was waiting until I got to this point before I said it. 2 Chronicles 7.14 We can't. If my people that are called by my name. So that humble themselves and pray. And what? And seek my face. And then, and then turn from, what? from their wicked way. Then, what's gonna then I will hear from heaven. And do what? And hear the land. So the land is sick. The land is sick. No. But why is the land sick? Because they reject truth. True. But he said his people, if first of all, we would just humble ourselves first. I'll leave it right there. I'll leave it right there. I was almost ready to jump on that. Don't give me teasing. Humility is it's hard. It's hard for some people to humble yourselves in spite of, you know, until you get to your lowest low, you, know, you force to humble yourself. Now, God is already asking us, you know, he's giving us to humble yourself. Right. But self is in the way. It's true. You can't move self out of the way enough to be humble enough to say, okay, right. I, I, I can't. But yes, you can, though. But you choose not to. And I'm going to leave self where it's at because I just, it's self and you are going to go on and on and on about self. So the first sense is all self is that's that's the Greek meaning of So the first humble yourself first. Yes. You mm. might be able to do the rest of that. Yes. Yeah. Well, he said, he said, that's the first thing he said. Right. Let's stop. We're going to move on. Revelation just said something about people in bondage. And 
truth of the matter is, the reason a lot of people are in bondage is that because they're trying to replace Christ with something. There's a space in every one of us. There's a void that only Christ can feel. And until you accept the truth of this word, you're going to keep searching for what you won't ever find. And they're going to do the right thing. You're going to keep searching for what? What you know. Because there's a cry that's going out. And you know what you need. Only Jesus can feel you into the deep breath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this children's statement. Uh, there was a song that came out a while back. Uh, some years ago. And it was a love song about love. And uh, it was entitled Looking for Love in All the Wrong Places. That's what most people are doing. They're looking to fill that void because they're looking at all the wrong places. And until they come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, because we've all been there. We've all had that same familiar void that needs to be filled. We couldn't fill it with alcohol. We couldn't fill it with drugs. We couldn't fill it with relationships. We couldn't fill it with money. We couldn't fill it with fame and fortune. We couldn't fill it with nothing. And you were just saying, until they come to what? Until they come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. That's the only way that void is going to be filled. And that's the truth? The whole, the whole truth. truth. And, and nothing but the truth. So, so help us God. Thank y'all for joining us here on tonight. <laughs> we hope we said something to help you along the way. Again, we, we come here to share the truth every week. We look forward to this. And if by chance we say something that is not true, let us know. Call us over. But we are going to do our best every week time we get to give you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help you God. Every Tuesday morning sometime we'll share um, all of our Facebook information. You can look on our stories and see how you can contact us. If you need to contact us, send us a message through uh, the Facebook page for the ministry for such a time as this. Or you can email us at for such a time as this, 411 at gmail.com. All of us will share in the video on tonight, so you can look at it. Uh, comment, let us know. We, uh, we have a conference call line. That number is 425-436-6390. Uh, then the access code is 385305. Hit the uh, hashtag symbol. Again, thank you guys for joining us. We look forward to being back here with you next week. According to the crew, unless the Lord changes. Now, we can plan to go one way, and God can redirect us. So next week, as of right now, we're looking at doing a series on Second uh, Chronicles 7, 14. If my people, uh, we will chop this video up and put it on our um, podcast platforms and our YouTube channels. Uh, it'll be up sometime tomorrow, no later than Thursday. Again, thank you. Be blessed. God bless you. May heaven smile upon you. Thank you.